Yo, yo. How we doing, y'all? What's good? We pulling back up. Yeah. Another episode of the Runners Club Podcast. We're your co-hosts, Courtney and Ian, and welcome back. How y'all welcome. feeling, man? Welcome back. Listen, I know I know me and Courtney are in two different places, so I don't know how fall is falling out in Cali, but um You guys got snow. That snow. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know is I keep seeing snow pop up every time I peep stories. I saw Yo. I saw Jorge post the picture of the snow and was like, no. <laughs> No, and it was aggressive. Like it was loud. It was like just on the window, like, like you remember me? I'm back. Yes, I'm back. You feel me? Yeah. And I don't give a fuck what you had planned this weekend or next week. Oh my god, you feel me? I'm here. (laughs) Oh, but no, it's there's no snow on the ground. It didn't stay long. It didn't stick. It's because the yeah, the no. ground is still warm. It's still holding, you know what I mean? The ground holds the heat from the summer and spring, and it takes a while for it to actually cool down. So, Oh, no. The snow stayed for a solid six hours. Like, it was oh, on the ground six hours? for a minute. It was, like, it, was, it was like overnight, and then in the morning, and it was just like, are you going away? <laughs> so, <laughs> is this a thing now? Like, you just taking your shoes off and getting comfortable, or? Right. Yo, like, that's how it <laughs> felt. Like, whoa. Oh, shit. But, okay. No, it's, it's cool. It's cool. We back. We back. We back. We got, we back into the fall, which I have started to open my blinds. Like, you know, like, twist a little thing. And open, not, like, lift them up, but just, like, you know, just let the, let the blinds flip up. You feel me? And. Washington Park is fucking gorgeous. I look out of my yeah. window and I feel like I'm looking, I feel like I'm in Connecticut or some shit. Like I feel like I'm in the Northeast. It's like, it's just really good energy just looking outside, you know, seeing white people ride bikes up and down the street. And in Washington autumn- Park? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. Oh, I guess <laughs> yeah. we're I guess you're near the University of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, they 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 are my neighbors as well. They're here. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. But yeah, I do. I live right by the campus and it's it's just beautiful. I get all of this good park energy, these beautiful orange, red, yellow colors from the fall leaves. Some of the trees are still green. Mm. It's vibes. It brings me, it brings me to a place of happiness as mm. I fill out a unnecessary amount of job applications. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least you have something nice to look at while you do it. We try. We try. It ain't like <laughs> mountains. Do you see mountains from your window? Um, no, but I see them when I walk out my door and walk my dog. I I've noticed, I mean, cuz it is getting cooler here at night and in the morning. During the day, it's like yesterday it was 85 degrees for like a solid 4 hours. So, and sun is just beaming, but then at night it's fifty five degrees. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's very drastic, and I don't know how to dress. Um, 
And, but I'm not mad at it, but in the morning, especially with, I don't know what it is, the crisp air and maybe it like makes the smog in LA decrease. I don't know, but the crispy ass air in the morning at night has made for some really beautiful like sunsets and, and like sunrises. Like this morning, I was like, are you looking at these mountains right now? Like we literally walked down the street and there's mountains to the right, mountains to the left and they're far, but they're like there in the distance and like. One thing about LA is that the sky is just so big here. Like, I don't, it's like, it's just, there's just, it's just a lot of sky because it's always clear (laughs) and it's like shit. And so I just been noticing the mountain. I'm like, have these been here this whole time? Because I feel like as of late, I just am noticing the mountains in my own neighborhood more. And that's why. It's wild. When I was there, it was wild. It was like. Like you just like you just go outside and see like y'all and like when I was out in uh when I was in Washington state yeah yeah it's like yeah. it's crazy that, that yeah. people just live the Pacific Northwest this. is that that shit's wild because I feel like the mountains are even like closer to the coast a little bit more like it's like the big mountains I you I know see, what I mean? think I saw a whale fam like I was I'm too far sure away it was a seal or a whale. It probably was a whale. You know, I actually read an article recently that said that because of overfishing, it's forced marine life to move closer to the shore. And that is why we are more whales. And like, that's why we can go on whale watching expeditions and it's like nothing. And because you, you're you going to see a whale because it's like they're coming in because that's where the fish are. Wow. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy because like, in Chicago, it could have been a divvy bike that I saw. It could have been a triathlete. It could have been a crackhead. Like, it's like just the options are different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went to this uh, restorative yoga class at Open last night. And Open is like this yoga studio that, I mean, I've I've heard mixed reviews about them. I still I still frequent them because I enjoy the classes that I go to, but it's a very like upscale. I don't know. I'm not even going to get into it. It's but it's they're trying to be competitive to like core power yoga, but also do their own thing. And they're a Mm. block away from the ocean. So like last night, I like hop out of the car, I park my car, hop out. It's eight o'clock at night and I'm just like smelling the ocean breeze. As I walk to my yoga class, <laughs> I'm like, this is some shit. Like, what? And I'm just like passing. And then this apartment building had this big ass cactus. And I was just like, this is just like, and it's, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm being, my mind is being blown all over again. I don't <laughs> I know love, what it is. I and I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> rediscovering. <laughs> LA. <laughs> and you know what I think it is though is the fact that like I went to Mammoth Lakes and I don't think I talked about this on the podcast yet but I went to Mammoth Lakes for like a t- some right after the Chicago Marathon and it's five hours outside of LA north north and a little east and it's a it's a ski town snowboarding ski town people go there snow is crazy there like so crazy that and i'm there was no snow it's fall but you can tell that it's a snow town because one the county is called snow county okay and two every time you drive down the street there's these metal rails that are sticking straight up into the air so that snow plows know where the roads are and no and but the rods are like 
like two yardsticks tall or two, three yardsticks tall. So wow. I'm like, that's how much snow y'all get. Like you need these mother, and it's like down every single road. Every single road has these like, and it's like every like I don't know how many ever feet, but it's like maybe every yard mm-hmm. you got another like biggest. And I'm like, wow. But it's like pine trees and the smell of the the pine. It was just like I felt like I was just my head was just engulfed in like fresh air and pine, the scent of pine. Oh, and then okay. there's and it's Mammoth Lake, so there's lakes, bodies of water everywhere. Okay. It's also bear country. So I was kind of terrified because I'm like, these motherfuckers, like we literally had an Airbnb and they're like, when you're done, you know, they say, take the garbage out. And they're like, at any point, if you take the garbage out, just know that you need to make sure that the carabiner is latched back shut because otherwise Mm -hmm. a bear is going to come and get in our garbage. Right. And that's just normal. That's crazy. And I'm like, and they're also like, like, bears are the raccoons in the North Pacific. And I'm like, that's not cool to me. And they're like, and then they're like, yeah, you can park your car out front. And they're like, but don't leave any food because you might wake up to your car being trashed by from a bear. <laughs> this is crazy. That's so I just hilarious. feel like California in general, I'm just like looking at Get it. This MacBook out of the, my way. I don't need this camera. Right. The sandwich. I'll right. Where's it the in. sandwich? Where's the mints? But like, I yeah, I'm like looking at California differently because I've been to... I've been to Joshua Tree several times, but I've, it was my first time in Mammoth Lakes. And that was the first time I was like, oh, yeah. So you, when people say you literally can be at the beach one moment in the same day, five hours later, you can be up in a mountain where it's snowing. I'm like, oh, okay. And then right underneath it, not even right underneath Mammoth Lakes is Yosemite. Oh, shit. And Yosemite... I've been wanting to go to Yosemite for a minute, right? And we actually took a wrong turn going home and ended up at Yosemite's entrance. And we're like, no, let's just come back <laughs> this later. Is this, is, this is <laughs> yeah, a it's, a, it's a sign, but it's also like, let's come back later because if we go through, if you want to go through Yosemite, come back to LA, you add another five hours to your trip. Because there's no through road. You got to go around that whole thing. <laughs> and it's like acres upon acres. I was trying to tell you. Yeah, so, and mountains. And so, anyways, yeah, I just been, I'm just like, where do I live? This is not real. It's not real. That's fire. That's fire. No, I love that, yo. Like that's that's so cool. That's so cool. Like I definitely want to do more traveling to see more. Yeah. Of the United States and more of the nature in the yeah. United States. I'm trying to. I I I know at times in my life I present. As like I could be like this like you know rough neck, dirty guy you know rugged not dirty but like rugged guy and stuff I think it's the beard. Like like uh, you could be a person who camps or are you saying like you're sick? Yeah yeah like like I, I I feel like maybe I don't maybe this is just me maybe nobody has ever seen me and thought this before but you clearly know. have. I, I maybe you I've looked this through and been like you, Paul Bunyan looking motherfucker. <laughs> Not Paul Bunyan. That's a that's a but Minnesota like, reference for sure. I am not. So it's just like you know, I, I I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying to like get into just being fucking outside uh-huh. because it's beautiful out there. Like it's wild. Like I I still. Like sometimes I'll slip into a daydream and uh-huh. I'll still like see that meadow that I saw up like, in Washington. Out of a children's book up in Washington. Like it's fucking crazy. 
I just yeah. think about that sometimes and it just brings me so much joy mm. and energy. Um, have you watched Yellowstone? Yellowstone? No, but I keep hearing about I keep hearing about the fact that it's dope. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of wild. The first couple episodes, couple the first season, I was like, I don't really like the position women are in in this in this show. And then eventually, <laughs> the everything turns and the women seem to be in in the there. You know what I mean? Like at first, it, mm-hmm. it's very much like cowboys and they're women, and it's like what the fuck. But it when you said meadow, it just made me think of the show. Also, when you said I want to go to see more nature, I also thought of Yellowstone because I didn't know this, but Yellowstone is the first national park in the United States. And it I think it's two million acres. And it's not far from Chicago. And I'm just kind of like. How, what, I mean, what is not far from Chicago? It's because like a state over, is what I'm saying. A, state, a couple it? states over and up. It's not that far. It's not that. It's not as west as you probably think. I'm pretty sure it's like it's I in Montana. Like it's in Montana, but it's is close. it before you get to the Rocky Mountains? Yes, I think. Oh shit! I think because I think. Let me see. Let me look yeah. it up again because that's, it's gonna be that's like, wild. You're wrong, Courtney. And now every time you look up Yellowstone, the show comes up. Um, well, it's okay. I don't think it's that close. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, okay. First of all, it's in it's in Wyoming. I don't know. I, yeah. I think it actually might extend out into Montana, but because it's funny mm-hmm. because the show is based in Montana, but it's in yeah, Wyoming. Yeah. But my point here is that Chicago, I guess I was more thinking Minnesota because I was kind of mad that I found out like it's like Minnesota, South Dakota, Wyoming and Yellowstone is right in the in the far left upper corner of Wyoming. And so I'm like, Mm -hmm. how come my parents never took me to Yellowstone? But then I realized niggas don't be outside. (laughs) Well, they're just not, you know, what I mean, people just trying to survive. Okay, people are not trying to like spend their money on just random like let's go to a national park, you know, like and now I'm in a position where I'm like national parks are the things I'm interested in. I'm going to take my kids there, you know, Mm -hmm. but I just feel like. Did I? Yeah, as a person from the Midwest, you could go to Yellowstone. And that could be a really dope ass trip. So just just to plan this year to go next year, though. Right. Yeah. But like, it's crazy because being here. I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna go to see the fucking sequoia trees and like the fucking yellow and fucking Yosemite. Actually, cool. I signed up for the Yosemite half next year, so that'll be oh fun. shit, that's yeah. super cool. Speaking of halves, um, you remember? Um, I don't know, maybe I can't say her name, but you, I won't say her name actually. Um, but you remember the black woman on the own team on team that was at um yes our podcast yes yeah she is running the headlands half it's a women's trail half marathon November fifth so shout out to you you know who you are I don't want to say like, I like, like can tomorrow. I say her first name is that out her that's not out her if I say her first name I don't know shout out to you Mark. literally uh-huh. in like three days so yes but yeah she killing it um but it's it's in California. Oh, lit. Where? Send me yeah. the link. Maybe I can go um, out and support if I'm around. Yeah, I was, uh, I thought I had sent it to you. I think I sent it to Karen. That's dope. Yeah, it's just a half trail. I think they got all distances and stuff, but I think she's running the half and it's just the women's. 
okay. marathon. That's pretty guess. nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. Oh my gosh. I just, the thought of running a race and not having any men around me would be, that sounds amazing. Sounds, sounds uh, nice. amazing. Oh my god! Here we go. <laughs> it's just like this—the energy. I don't need that energy sometimes, especially Facts. with the race that is a competitive thing. Facts. Facts. Like, and I—I no, I, I am a competitive person myself, but I just think it's—it's it's just different. Oh, I guess it says the original date was October first, and it was postponed to November fifth. Okay. That's so cool. I don't I don't I think it might be a normally Octoberish race and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. If uh, any of our uh uh um female listeners, I never yeah. know which word to use, but any of our female listeners are into trails and want to get into trails, Headlands Half Women's Trail Marathon, half marathon mm-hmm. is available for y'all to run next year. Um and the and and uh Yosemite. Yep, and Yosemite. Yeah, most deaf, most deaf. I'll be um, there. They try to convince when you sign up. They try to convince you to stay at a campground. <laughs> said, oh, that's fired up. I know. I was like, and I was like, who? I could just pull my car up and put the seat down and just sleep in my car. That like a lot of people do that, but you can't. All the spots are taken. It's yeah, like a party. You get like the little. You can get like the little tent situation to hang off the back of the car. I know, but I need to get a Rivian for that. I need to get a Rivian. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like I really want a Rivian. They have they have that shit. It's really nice. But yeah, for what we got, I'm like, I can just yeah, we can sleep in the back. That's fine. All right. Okay. okay. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. Um, I got Netflix on see. demand. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. In the Tesla, right? Oh, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's giving uh Netflix and chill. Yes, that's that's what I was thinking. In the park. <laughs> in the park. Oh my god. <laughs> Before the race, save your legs. Um, let me see. What 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 else has happened this week? Oh, I kind of realized I'm I'm not running Philly. You are the yeah. third person that has t- said this to me yeah. in the last it, five days. Yeah, people are having a Philly. hard training time. It's not training for me. Uh, I can't afford to go to Philly. <laughs> oh shit! See, look boundaries. Yeah. It's always boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, because it's yeah. like, where are you staying? How are you going to get there? Because it's not like that's a flight, and flights are not cheap right now. Yeah, no, nah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I know it's been a while since I talked about the store on the podcast, but uh, I guess since not having, since closing down the store and stuff like that, the goal is to eventually at some point reopen a full-fledged running store here on the south side of Chicago. But what I had the opportunity to realize, which I've said to you multiple times, Brittany, uh, is that the store wasn't serving serving me. I gave myself three years to reach a certain, a certain threshold. My minimum threshold was the store to be able to provide for my basic necessities. I am a parent. I'm not no single person. Just out here can just roughneck it until it works. You know, I have a 17-year-old on his way to college. I have a six-year-old. Um, and you also didn't have any I, investors, which is a lot different of an experience, too. Facts, facts, facts. But, you know, as I closed it, I kind of just came to this realization of the personal sacrifice that it would take to reopen the store right away yeah. and just weighed out the pros and cons and decided to take 
a little bit of a different approach. I think the online store will be back on very soon, actually, with Last Lap merch and nutrition. The mm-hmm. shoe sales probably won't be there just yet. Um, but in the meantime, I've been looking for a job. And I've been looking for J-O-B. a job for like seven freaking months. And it is crazy out here. So, um, yeah, I can't afford to go to Philly, fam. Like, ain't, niggas ain't hiring me. So, yeah. um, I had to cancel that. Yeah, I feel but that. We're going to find other races. I still appreciate the yeah. training. I still feel really, really good. And mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna stay here. I'm just gonna. It's a hard pause in that last trimester of training, yeah, and stuff like that. And I'm just gonna stay here, keep the volume here, keep the speed runs here, and just keep going because there is a marathon in my future, and there's a fast marathon in my future. So this race, I like changed my goal to mm-hmm. like a to like just a sub four eleven just. Do somewhere between four hours and four eleven. Just do fast and in Toronto. But maybe if I just now that I have the opportunity to wait just a little bit longer, maybe I can achieve my original goal of that three forty five. The next time I come up to a start line, right? You yeah. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like the silver lining in this situation. Uh, but yeah, no, searching for employment has been fucking difficult, and I just had to make. Like, it's in two weeks. I just had to make that decision. Like, even if I was able to come into some money this week, I got, like, actual, I got, like, bills. So it would make, it would be completely irresponsible to fly to Philly, stay in an Airbnb, party all weekend, run a race, and then come back and be like, so, Xfinity. These bills are still here. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Facts. Facts. I mean, this is the life of an entrepreneur, you know? Yeah. Ups and downs. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, yeah, to your point, it's like it's just gonna you're now at a place physically that you can just keep the momentum going and find find the race that works. Yeah, yeah. I got a couple ideas. One of them I can drive to, the other one I will have to fly to. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> if you well, can make see. it to LA and run the LA marathon, I feel like that's like one that's a lot of people are trying to do. And that's in a few months. I'm not, I, I know I just completely just. <laughs> but like that, that, that's not one that I feel like I can race though. No, you can't. I'm just saying for funsies. If you, if you feel like you, if, if your other, <laughs> if you have like but another race. That is, you, is LA marathon? In March. It's before TSP, remember? It is. And it's the marathons also, that I'm looking at are it's, in April. Uh, okay, well, see, and I was thinking like, you know, for some reason, if you were to end up out here, you know, maybe we, you never know. But like, the reason why I bring it up is because this marathon is going to be in partnership with uh, Nipsey Hussle's marathon. Like, uh, there's a yeah. whole thing happening. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just putting that out there, putting out, put not just putting that out there for you, but for our community, because I feel like I now keep hearing about it and like, well, damn, do I need to run LA again? Even though I can't stand that course. <laughs> I don't know. You kind of selling me right now. Like, do I, cause like how many That's people do the- we know who be like doing a marathon and they do another marathon like right after that? Like, can't, yeah, very like if I treat that like my B race. That's why I brought it up. Maybe I can go ahead and do the A race. That's what I brought it up. And you can always stay at my house. You don't need an Airbnb. Hey, sleep next to Remy. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I've been slowly but surely, like you know. Me. Yeah, Remy don't. She just, she's, she's a unique child. She just <laughs> takes a while to warm up to some people. Some people. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So just brought, bring that up just, just for that. And I, yeah, I want to do an ultra eventually. I just need to figure out when. I did I did apply for a little ultra program with uh uh this program that's happening out in LA did not get in. It was definitely oh, like no. a little but it's like it's cool because I don't know if I would pick me either. Cause like I didn't I you know, like it's it's also brand affiliated, you know what I mean? And I and I also my mileage has been really low lately. So I'm like, I see why I wasn't picked, but I also I also have a lot of FOMO because I'm now I'm seeing my friends who did get picked and I'm just like, all right, not right. Friend, friend that did get picked. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'm just going to be over here. It's fine. <laughs> I love that. I love that. They should have picked you. I don't give a fuck about any of that. Other Thanks shit. friend. You feel me? Like, Cause you know, I'm a good time. Out. Right. Okay. Exactly. My presence is exactly. always great. Yeah. The vibes are lacking now, unfortunately. And is there loss? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But the race is the Catalina 30K. And so Catalina Ooh. Island is just off the coast of LA. You take a little ferry out there or you can take Ooh. a helicopter. Um, these are just things I've heard. I'm just putting all the Ooh. options out there for people. Um, yeah, but then half of the... to the start line. Right, with your, just with, with the heli. Put your bag out the Start helicopter. With the heli. okay, right there. I'm ready. <laughs> Let me warm up quick. Um, the flight over here is just—it's just that's my calves so tight. <laughs> the elevation. Um, it's the elevation. <laughs> but oh, so like that. half of the island is uh uninhibited, and it's owned by the Wrigley family. <laughs> Wrigley gum. No, uninhabited. It's, it's not uninhibited. I said uninhabited. What did I say? You you know what I'm talking about. There's no habitation on half of the island. Okay? No habitation. The other half is heavily habitated by <laughs> now, now, now I don't even know what I'm saying. But the Wrigley family has like three mansions on there. Damn. Chicago yeah, Royalty. And you can tour them. Exactly. I didn't know that. But then and then the other side of it is like tons and tons like miles and miles of trails so that's where the race is taking place i'm like damn and i'm just not in a place a lot of things going on in my personal life where i'm just like "Eh, i guess it's good but next year i feel like i I might want to do it or i just need to find an ultra i'm trying to do a freaking ultra need i need to do it like you you up in that ultra area oh damn wow i could could throw a rock and find an ultra yeah yeah i know it's gonna be great thanks Thanks. Well, listen, you know, if you have any company just... on a trail, Karen is there for you. She'll pull up. Okay. All the way She's from just need a Chicago. Reason to get on a plane. Okay. She's just be needing a reason. <laughs> she said, say the word. Say the um, word. I'm gone. Speaking of Karen, your 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 lovely fiance, we have her as a guest today and she's in our waiting room. So why don't we take a moment and let her in? Let's do that. Let's do that. All right. Okay, we're back, and we have Karen Thomas, who is Ian Gonzalez's, well, their fiance and fiance. So, you feel me? You feel me? That is 
that is not her main identifier, though. This no, is... I said fiance and fiance. Y'all are fiancés <laughs> to each other. <laughs> this is right here, uh, a sub elite athlete, you know, wind okay. runner, extraordinaire, recently paid actress or model, I should say, yeah. representative Garmin uh, yeah. watches, you know, yeah. the finest of timepieces for athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and the thing is, is I just want to marathon let... finisher. Uh, yes, you're right. And I, we have to do this because uh, Karen, if I asked you right now, introduce yourself, would you include those things? No. Okay. <laughs> so no. we had to let the people know. Let the people know. Oh, she's also an educator for those who don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, so yeah, yeah. Tessa, what, what is your intro? What is your, your go-to intro? Oh, well, yeah, I would just say, hi, I'm Karen Thomas. My pronouns are she, her. <laughs> um, I am an educator. I have a child. She's 18 um, in college, which is exciting. And yeah, I think that's normally what I would say. I'm a runner. It depends what context. Sorry, this is a new context. I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, hi, I'm Karen Thomas. It's nice to meet you all. <laughs> yes. Yeah, see, leave, just leave all of the juicy bits out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How are you feeling today, babe? I'm good. I'm good. I'm working from home, which I love the office. So I prefer oh. to be in the office. Yeah, I know. I didn't think I would say that, but I love the office. And so... But I'm working from home today, so it's going okay. Uh, how often do you work from home? Only like one or two days a week. Um, but this week we're home because there was like some COVID scare, so we're just like well, all home. It, it's the fall time now. You know what I mean? COVID is is a thing. It's out here. Matthew had COVID. Oh, I was no, like, is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. But okay. it's like stay away from me. Okay. Yeah, well, right. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. We uh, other <laughs> other sides of the house, okay. And, I hear. And, but what's crazy is that, like, it is crazy how you can be in the same house as somebody and you won't get it. Like, because, yeah. like, I I was testing throughout, and I'm like, what? I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Think- but then I think I was like, I think he just got it from me, <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is probably true. But we've yeah. had lots of, we've, I mean, and we had lots of kids in the house at one time and, yeah. and we didn't get it. We, yeah, I mean, see? we also, like, no, we had it. Before. They didn't get it, I think, right? No, Naya had had it one time. And I, I also bleach and clean excessively sometimes. Well, you said bleach. I haven't, those things happen. And okay. I mean, bleach is aggressive, but sometimes it's needed. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we would just have them stay in the room. Like, don't come out. Like, your food's at the door. Open it and close it. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye. Yeah. I also feel like at this point, COVID has tasted a little bit of everybody. And it's tasted. like picky now. And it's just like... It's in everyone. No, I don't I don't even want you. I've had you. And <laughs> yeah. no. I don't like what's going on. I feel like... Because I'll be in hot yoga classes. I'm running around doing all of the... It's just like, I feel like it's there's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And the piece that's a lot for me is like knowing what to do. Like, so I don't have it, but my coworker did. And so now it's like, well, what do I do as someone who potentially was exposed, but not doesn't and showing symptoms or like, isn't testing positive? Like how long, like that, like how much do I adjust? Right. Because we don't have those rules anymore. 
yeah, the expectation and- now is if you don't have it, you just proceed. Because <laughs> everyone is like, we're living life. COVID is the flu now. And it's like, I don't know, because it feels too close, too yeah. soon for that. Yeah. I don't know, too soon. But that's how we were treating it realistically because no one's talking about it everybody and i'm and i'm and it's flu season which means it's covid season and i feel like i continuously hear about literally heard about someone getting covid just the other day i'm like okay so people are getting it oh yeah it's, it's, i had, it's another, I had another thing too which i didn't yeah. go because i was like distancing but if i would have went there was another exposure and like another thing i would have went to and i was like oh, okay so it's just gonna be this is what it is Anyway. Right. Yeah. I don't want a cold. I don't want a flu. I don't want COVID. I don't want none of it. Well, nothing. No thanks. <laughs> but so okay. So you you're a runner. You've been running for a minute. You but like eh, I don't know. So I met you when you uh joined Gumbo Fit for a few runs before you found your home at Seven on Sundays. And yeah. I just remember and I would come out, you like have our little picnic area. She'd have her snacks and she'd be like, you'd be like, I'm, I'll be back. And, and then eventually like, I mean, one, it sounds like you were a runner when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So this is nothing new to you. It sounds like you just got back into it. Yeah. There's a large gap. I mean, having children will do that. Um, yeah. And then when she was old enough where I could like leave her and I could take longer runs, I started to get back into it. So, yeah. but yeah, I ran in middle school high school, um, and like a year in college. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You shared that, you shared, you shared that with us. She's a little cross country, you know what I'm saying? Athlete, all American runner right here. Collegiate star. You feel yeah. Me? I was going to say, wasn't it all American? I feel like <laughs> I saw something on social media about that on Ian's story. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's story. I, I can only imagine yeah. who would say things like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. here you are now, you know, I think since the last time we had you on, you have graduated from Miss I'm chilling, you know, I'm just out here with the community, which you still are, you miss community, you feel me? But um, you become, you joined the sub-athlete, the sub-elite group, the Rim Runners, um, all-women's team from Nike. How has that experience been? Oh, well... It's been, so it's been really fun. The girls are great. Um, the team's awesome. They're also really, really fast. Um, so it's been hard. It's been a lot of processing, like personal self-esteem emotions coming up. And it's also being like inspired. So it was a lot of emotions in one. So that's not an easy question to answer. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely super happy that I took the opportunity. Um, and like super proud to be on the team with them. Um, so I don't know. Did I answer your question? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I get like, yeah, there it's intimidating to be on a team. It's like people say in order to run fast, you need to run with fast people. So have yeah. you seen yourself improve like more? Like, did you have a goal or did you feel like you needed to get somewhere? Or are you still kind of trying to like push towards your goal? So I'm definitely still trying to push towards my goal. Um, I definitely see improvement. Um, and yeah, you definitely have to run with people that are faster to probably get faster. Mm-hmm. Um, because the push is there and there's like folks in front of you. 
but it's hard and does not feel good. Yeah. <laughs> I did one track workout with Windrunners a long time ago and it was winterish weather. And I was like, this is fucking hard. I felt like I was going to yeah. throw up at the end and I wasn't anywhere near them. I was getting laughed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Story of my yeah. life. And also, yeah. and the thing I always tell people is like, they're talking. You oh, know they're, they're having, having a good ass time during their 400s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? Yeah. I'm like that's that's goals right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um so and you but you okay, part of the reason why we wanted you to have you on one is because we love you, but then also because you re- recently ran the the marathon, the Chicago marathon mm-hmm. and then you mm-hmm. like qualified for Boston. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time you right, and it's the second time. When when did you qualify the first time? Uh, so when I ran Toronto, which is my first marathon, I, I mean, I like qualified on the T. Like the cutoff for my age group is three thirty five, and I had like three thirty five zero zero. But then I was talking to Ian, and he were talking about he was talking about how he was like chilling though. You like yeah. <laughs> you weren't even like trying to. You just there was, and breaks. was alive. Yeah. yeah, no, that was not the goal. So the goal was to finish. So my yeah. goals were to finish, to be smiling at mile 20. Um, yeah, and it was the best time I've ever had. Like I, I, I was smiling at mile 20. I enjoyed it fully. I like had, my nutrition was perfect. I wasn't stressed because I did. I stopped for water, like for, to fill up my water bottle, like four times. Um, four and times? I, it, times and i was just like I'm sorry, and I, wait, I feel like you keep breaking out did you say four times you stopped to four walk? Times. So, so how much time do you feel like you would have what was the time you would have gotten if you think like how much time did it take to fill your water bottle each time a I minute yeah like a minute nothing crazy long and i would just like three thirty. did you need that water yes yes i needed the water i had to, no hand to smile by mile 20 right <laughs> <laughs> to be smiling by mile 20 yeah i mean water is important when you run y'all you need water yeah. Um, and I prefer, I was like, well, I'm going to, I don't want the cups. I'm going to do my bottle because I'm enjoying and it it was, and then I could be like, okay, do I need water yet? No, not yet. I'll stop at the next one. Okay. We're going to stop at the next one. And that would get me to the next one. And then, um, yeah. So it was a good time. It was really fun. I actually really enjoyed it. Okay. So then when you say that you, you, uh, qualify for Boston the second time, at this year at the Chicago Marathon, is that the new Boston time? Yeah, I think I secured. I think I secured it. So like I the got official it. new, which is what? It's like five minutes less than what it was. So it was probably around 30, 3.30 for me. Which makes right? sense because you had, you were getting your water bottles last time. So that is it. You were already there. <laughs> <laughs> it was, Wait, it really what was wasn't... your finish in time for Chicago? Um, three twenty six twenty three. Mm. Yeah, by nine minutes. That's all I'm saying. And she didn't stop for water bottles this time, and like got it by like nine minutes. So was the goal to qualify this time? Yeah, the goal. Was, yeah, so my goal was to break three thirty. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Yes, was that the goal? It was really to break through thirty five. I had a feeling I could break three thirty. Um, so to secure the spot to Boston, to be still be smiling at mile twenty. Um, to make it to 23 was also a goal at some point. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. 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 It was a hard race though. That, that one was not as enjoyable as Toronto was at all. 
How many times did you fill your water bottle? In Chicago, none. Okay, that's why. Wait. That's why. Yeah. Take us, take <laughs> us through your race at Chicago. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Well, <laughs> um, starting off, we started at. I think I was really overwhelmed by all of the people. It's very large. Toronto was not that large. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in Chicago, and I don't think I was ready for that. Um, a lot of, and I'll say a lot of people and like a lot of energy. Yeah. I also started up front with the ladies in crowd A. Um, I was quite nervous about that, and so I think that energy plus everyone else's energy, it was a lot. Like I. It must have been mile three where a little Jenny came up and like grabbed my arm and was like, Karen, it's okay. And I was like, I was like, what? And I, I must have just been like, I don't even know what I look like. I have to, maybe I should ask little Jenny. So like, how did you know to come up to me? But she, yeah. um, she got me out of this funk that I was in and she was like, it's okay. Like breathe. I was like, you're right. It's okay. And I realized I was just like running. So then I was like, okay, I need to focus because clearly I'm not running where I'm supposed to be running. Um, it was quite fast. And so, so yeah, so that was the beginning. And then once I kind of regained some control, um, I was trying to just mark where I was at for each mile and like try to stay in the range I was supposed to be in. Um, taking my nutrition. It was all good. I got my second nutrition from Rosalie at mile 10. Shout out to Rosalie for giving me it. Thank you. Um, her and Kristen were great. Got my second wait, bottle. Wait. Before, before you go on, the you say you was keeping your, you was like each mile you were marking where you were. Like, what do you mean by that? So I had a race plan. I like to have a plan and I like to ex- execute my plan. That is how I like to run. Mm-hmm. The last few races, I have not run like that because I have been starting fast. One, intentionally, um, I think Coach Robin wants to see, wants me to get used to starting fast and like holding it. I like to start slow and then get faster as I go on. And so I had a plan and that was the plan is to start slower and then get faster as I got comfortable. That did not happen. I was way too fast. I probably went out like 730. My goal was to be more like around 750. So, so that's what I mean by watching. So I was trying, first of all, I could not find the mile markers. I could only see kilometers. So I would only see, I was like, well, I was like, I'm like, we're in America. I'm like, what are we doing? I was so mad. Because <laughs> they are like so many. I feel like there's more kilometer signs than there are mile signs because the kilometers come quicker. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And they were red. The miles were blue. So I think I just was noticing the right. red more. I was like, did, you, yeah. did you have a moment yeah. where you like related to like white men being like, this is America, speak English? No. I mean, yeah, that is how I was feeling. Yeah. But that is like, this what... is a marathon and we're in Chicago. Okay. <laughs> where are the mile markers? I can't even calculate kilometers. Damn Canadians coming over here making us run by kilometers. It's so... Anyway, but so yeah, that's what I mean. I was like trying to get back on track, but then I'd miss a mile. So then it'd be like two miles. So my time was off and then it was a lot. So super stressed. Um, How was you able to like, like get out of that and gain control? Like how, like what was the process to get back into your pace? um, Some compassion being like, it's okay. Like you feel okay. 
just keep running where you feel okay. Like I'm not, so what I do is like, I scan my body. Okay. I'm not out of breath. I'm good. My lungs feel fine. My legs don't hurt. So I'm like, okay, Karen, like your body's fine. Just see if you can now just hold this pace. Like you don't need to go any faster. Just stay where you're at. So that was kind of how I got myself out of that. And then I would just track on my watch. Like that took me that long. All right, the next mile, I'm going to try to get that same time, same time. And then if I got off a mile, it was just like, we're going to start again at the next one. <laughs> I got 26 to go. So I got a lot of time. Um, so that, yeah, so that's that. So then I got my bottle at mile 10. It probably bust all over me at mile 11. The top, I, so I, it, it's my fault. I got these new water bottles. Um, did not practice with them because on long, it's hard to practice with like handoffs and nutrition during long runs because there's no one handing them off to you. Like, I, I mean, I'm just carrying my one bottle. I do the long runs. Like we did it with heartbreak, I think this year. So they had water stations. Like I didn't practice the handoff. So I didn't practice with my second water bottle and the top part popped off. And so I make my own nutrition. So it was like beet juice. <laughs> and this, so it's like red. So at first I, that's not what I thought of. It like splashed all over me. I was like, fuck. Can I swear on here? Whatever. Yeah. Shoot. I was like, ah. And then, <laughs> right. So I was like, oh my God. And then I'm running. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's be-. I'm like, I'm like, I'm probably all red. I was like, yeah. oh my God. So I was like, it's probably over my face. I probably look like I'm like bleeding. Bleeding. And, the, and then I'm like, and then my shoes. I'm like, my shoes are white. So right. I was like, okay, I got to get rid of this bottle. It's like squirting everywhere. I drink as much of it as I can, as fast as I can from this like thing. And then I I threw, I had to drop it. So I gently set it down. So I didn't splash anyone with my beet juice over to the side. Um, probably added point something miles on. And then, yeah, so then I had no, that was it. That was supposed to last me until about mile 20. Um, so that was frustrating. And then all my little water bottles that I had that were handed off to me also did the same thing. The tops flew off. <laughs> so then oh I couldn't even God. drink my water. I mean, there was lots of moments of panic. There was a lot of panic moments. Um, anyway, so that was like mile 11 by mile 13. Um, my hamstrings started to like seize and cramp. I guess it's called cramping. I've never had cramping before ever in my life. And so that was quite frustrating. And so I figured that's what it was. They were cramping. Um, and so they would like see to the point of almost like making a Charlie horse, but not go quite there. So that would happen like on and off. So then it would like alter my stride. I'd have to like catch my breath. And then eventually my quads locked up because I think I was just overworking. So whatever. So my new goal was, I was coming to Malcolm X college. <laughs> your body's like, stop, stop, stop. Right. And you're like, no, we have more miles. I was like, I don't know what's happening. I was like, just make it to Robin, who would be at mile like 17. So I saw the Peace Runners on the way. I was like, first of all, I knew they'd be at Malcolm X College. So we have to go around it, though, which I didn't. Look, I don't know the course. I don't study the logistics beforehand, which I should. And I was like, okay, they're going to be here. I come up to the college. They're not there. And I'm like, where are they? So like, I turn the corner. It's the worst. I'm like, they said they're going to be here. They're going to be here. Um, so they're on the other side, found them. It was great. And then, and then I was like, get to Robin, um, which was really cool because what edge does, which is their tier station, um, 
they play your song so you can put like a song in. And I'm like, there's no way they're going to be able to do this for everybody. I'm like, Karen, don't expect it, whatever. So I turn, I come close. I have no idea where they are. Cause also I didn't know what side anyone was going to be on. I didn't even talk to Rosalie. She texted me what it was. Okay. Like Rosalie's very planned. I did not pay attention to that detail. So also, I don't know what side anyone is on. So I'm like scanning like a nut. Um. Anyway, but I hear my song. I heard the end of my song. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, they're here. That's my song. They did it. I was like, okay. Get to Robin. Janessa comes, who's going to run with me. She's a windrunner. She's there. Um. And I just see Robin and I'm like, broke down. Like I just like broke down. I think I scared her. <laughs> she was like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And then whatever. So they got me salt tabs. Janessa's running with me. Um, Jamie, all another wind runner is running with me. So now I have these two badass women like flanked on my sides. And I'm like, okay, okay. They're like helping me breathe and like calm down. Cause at that point I was like, just get to Robin and I can stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just get there and then she'll tell you what to do. And then I'm Janessa's like, well, tell me what's going on. So I tell her what's going on. And I can tell she doesn't, I can tell it's bad because she's like, okay. Like that, like, you know, that's, like, what, that's what you know. You're like, so you don't have nothing for me. It's just, okay. <laughs> like, she's like, fuck. Like, yeah. that's not like mental. That's not like, you're not in like a dark space. Like, it's just like, I don't know what to tell you about your legs doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You okay. can't stop it. Once cramping sets in is you're just running through it. Yeah, which I had no idea. And so I'm like, is this what they mean when they say the marathon hurts? Like, is this what they mean? So once she was like, okay, I was like, okay. So I think that just helped me grapple with like, this is a situation. It's not going to get better. You just got to finish. Yeah, Like, can you keep going? And I was like, I can keep going. Yeah. I was like, well, we're going to keep going. Um, so I'd scream out every once in a while, which was also very embarrassing and very humbling. Yeah. I scream out during training. Yeah. Yes. Maybe I need to do it more because I, I just, like, yeah, I'll break out in song. And then if it's hard, I, I'm like, duh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that happened from mile 13 on. Janessa was amazing being with me. Like I probably, I mean, I would not have made that far if she wasn't there. She was super patient. She was kind. She made sure I got water. Um, I started drinking Gatorade, which I would yeah, never do. Like, <laughs> I would never. Yeah, but them cramps, though. The cramps. I mean, I, knew I, I was so far to go. Like 13. I had like 13 more miles. So anyway, um, and then it was get to mile 23. It literally was like, just get to mile 23. You will see your people. And literally, I was like, you can stop after mile 23. Just run through them and then pull off. I feel like I'm going to cry. But that's what I was like, just stop. Mm-hmm. So get to mile 23. It's amazing. I look Super over. Super boost of energy. Boost of energy. Right. Yeah. I mean, mad luck. Like, I, I just, yeah, that was definitely what I needed. I look over, my daughter's there. I didn't, I wasn't sure if she would stay. She was there. I'm like, that's my child. Like super exciting. And then Ian jumps in and runs with me, um, which also kept me going. So I was like, okay, well, we're going to finish. Like Ian's like, we're finishing. It's like, we're finishing. 
And okay. then, yeah, I was like, all right, well, we're finishing. And he was running. And so we that, qualifying for Boston. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so we're running. Um, yeah, I had my glasses on during there because I didn't really want people to see me in, in pain, which I'm sure they could all tell. But at some point, Q was running with us and he was like filming. And I like, took my glasses off so you could see like, it's not good. <laughs> like, yeah. Not, <laughs> friends, it's not good. Um, but I think that's on video somewhere. And then, but yeah, we kept going. And then I fully cramped up mile 25. Like had to stop. Uh, like, cr- like scream, literally screamed out. I want to say like a bitch. It's not appropriate and right. But like, that's how I felt. Like, what is wrong with me? Um, and massage went out. It was good. Another one came immediately. He did it again. Um, and we just kept going. Wow. So you like, it's crazy how you can have all of that, those issues and still qualify. I mean, this is, is why crazy. you're a win runner though, you know, cause you're like, you're faster than that. You're even faster than that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm going to take that, but yeah. 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 So Ian Janessa went way too far. They got pulled mm-hmm. out. Literally Ian got grabbed by literally Damn. grabbed the shirts and yelled at by security which is really extremely unnecessary i also um, heard that some people finished because like even i like I, I think it was kayla that said that she almost like finished with someone yeah or like well, so other people have gotten through and literally finished yeah yeah I, I literally made it all the way up to like uh because me and janessa was going to turn off i knew there was an exit at right by mount roosevelt and yeah. stuff like that because then so, it, like they I, make the the gates get narrow yeah but like literally before you turn a corner make a right there's like an exit off to the left so i knew we weren't going to go up mount roosevelt with her and go down to the finish line like that would have been wild yeah um but like just as we was getting ready to turn off to make that move like i don't know if i heard somebody warn me or something but something told me to turn around and it's this dude like just comes up and just grab me by my collar like, <laughs> like by the collar that's unfair. like just mad no. aggressive like, do a yeah. bit of- like, let me go. Like, what the fuck is wrong yeah, with you? First of all, Janessa's like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, like, you got it. I'm like, you got it. I she, my baby never <laughs> lost a stride. She would just like, Black Lives okay. Matter, bro. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I'm gone. <laughs> like the, the finish line is right fucking there. That's right. And that's yeah. why it's like, dude, grab me. I'm like, go, baby. You got this. That's all he had to say. If he was like, if he was like, gave me a look, like, come back. I mean, I would have came back and fought for sure. But like, he was like, go. I'm like, all right, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> got this. Save yourself. Yeah. Save yourself. <laughs> I'll see you at the end with my medal. Oh, man. It was funny. That's good. Yeah. It was great. Well, and a really cool thing that I think is cool. So that all happened. I don't know. I was so out of it. I don't even know the time span. But like, so I cramped. Someone DM'd me. So I posted this. So if you follow me, you've probably seen it. But a woman DM'd me. It was like, hey, like, I saw you cramp up at mile 25. And your husband was like helping you and was saying like such encouraging things. Like you've been through childbirth and like all these things. She's like, that was amazing to see. Like, I love that. Da, 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 da. Oh, wow. Cause she must've followed someone that shared my story. I think she follows wind runners. And then they shared me. She's like, I found you. She was like, I had to just tell you, like, I'm so proud of you for finishing. Um, and I was like, that was amazing. Like, that's why we run is because 
the run community is awesome. Like that was like, what? And then I'm like, and then Janessa sends pictures of it. I'm like, oh my God, I have pictures of that. So I sent her the picture. Like, <laughs> like mm. it was just funny anyway. And Janessa was like, to yeah, confirm. It was like, a su- it was like a super personal moment. Like I felt yeah. like we were the only people out on the track. And just to hear that somebody like witnessed that was like really interesting in itself and pretty cool. And mm. I was just, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you never know. Yeah. You never know who you're inspiring because everyone is just <laughs> like, it, it is wild, especially being a spectator and you're just like watching these runners like really go through it. Like, yeah, go through it. Yeah. So, well, that's really sweet, though. It was can so we, sweet. Can you send that photo so we can share it with our followers, yeah. our listener? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it was like, yeah, those last few miles, I would not have finished without you, Ian. So I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was fun. Yeah. It was great. Like, I, it, let's make it about me for a minute um <laughs> no i'm joking i'm joking but like no, for not. real though it was it was a really special that last three miles was really special because we have been at races together we've gone on runs together but like this is the first time i actually had the opportunity to really run with her because if y'all don't know karen is way more faster than i am like i'm not as fast as karen and so I don't get to race with her. I don't get to cross the finish line with her and stuff like that. So I don't, I've, I've only heard about these moments where she's had to like dig down, dig down, find the courage, find the strength to just push through. I've always known that it was there, but this is the first time I personally have firsthand witness of watching her do just that, just really, really express her strength in a real world way and it was really dope to watch that you know and to see that happen and i know janessa was worried like when we got like down to mile 25 mile to that down to mile 26 it's like are we doing this you know like should we pull off should we leave and i was like really really gung-ho about going as far as i can because it's you are in an environment where iron sharpens iron and for the sake of the metaphor you you tend to look or feel like you might be the dullest out of the soul out of all of them and stuff like that but it's really like you got a razor sharp edge like you are able to just push through and dig down and that is a lot that grit is a lot harder to attain than it is to just get your legs to move faster you know, um, like that's something that's within you. And it was it was beautiful to watch that. And I, I not to put Janessa on blast, but like it was powerful for her to watch it as well. Like she cried afterwards after we pulled off. Like that was fucking beautiful and gorgeous to watch you struggle and overcome, you know, like it wasn't a metaphor. It was real and tangible right there. Mm-hmm. Thanks, babe. Yeah, that was the hardest race I think I've ever I've never had to push through pain like that ever. I mean, maybe besides childbirth, but that's, that's it. <laughs> but who remembers that? Like our brain Nobody. does a really good job of making us forget. <laughs> Not that I know, <laughs> but I've heard. Oh, yeah. So this I is true. Heard. This is why people have multiple babies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I needed that at this point in my training too, to say, to, I think I needed that. I think I needed that challenge. I think, um, yeah, it definitely was what was supposed to happen. And um, 
yeah, I'm just thankful the way that it turned out. I mean, I'm thankful for getting a PR. I'm thankful for Boston qualifying. I'm thankful for having Janessa there. I'm thankful for having Ian there. I'm thankful for all the people that cheered me on. Um, like all of those things had to be there for this to have ended up the way that it did. So, um, yeah, which is, I don't know, like it was hard, but it also like makes me smile and no, I'm super proud of all the things of everyone of myself. Yeah. It's super cool. So what are you, what are you doing now? Like, are you training for Boston? No. (laughs) Are you signed Um, up for Boston? Like, are you cash? Are you like, you know, I'm going to sign up for Boston. I don't think Mm -hmm. I can do it just yet. Do you have to do it in 2025? For 2025, yeah. So not just, yeah, yeah, because I missed the cut. I think we missed the cutoff for the Chicago one always. Um, So I think it's 2025. Definitely going to go. But right now I'm training for, we are doing, I'm doing a 50K in Oregon uh, Gorge Waterfalls, which I'm super excited about. Um, There's a group of us going. When? Um, That is in April. And so there's a few folks doing the 100K, Rosalie and Nez. Of and course. Then a, of course. And then there's a few of us doing the 50. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm training for now. And my goal is to be on the trails this winter and to be in community. So I really want to get back to a lot of the community runs um, as a focus. Amazing. And strength. I need some strength. I Yeah probably most of my problem for that race. So I'm going to focus on strength trails and community. I love that. I love that. I love that. Well, that was your struggles as a runner (laughs) at marathon and pushing through. That's beautiful. That's gorgeous. Let's lighten the mood a little bit and let's talk about your coming to the world as a model, you know, the oh. face of the Chicago Oh, that's, oh I'm like, where Nike. are we going with this? You feel me? <laughs> Being plastered on billboards across the city, buses, okay. bus stops, okay. stores, being an internet sensation for Garmin. <laughs> and Nike. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. 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 Okay, you better say that. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That, that's, that's where her face was plastered all over the city. She yeah. was all over the uh the uh what do you call that where do you go pick up the bibs and all of that the convention oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah along with all the other folks that did that shoot with me so that yeah, was oh, yeah shout out to everybody did you get yeah. photos yes we have photos yeah. people have sent me photos save them you know yeah it's okay. a moment it's a moment yeah and they all yeah, and they pick people very intentionally every year, but it's like this is your this was like a big year for you. So, so yeah, save those moments. What was well, it? What you. was that experience like uh working with Nike and Garmin? It was uncomfortable. <laughs> so, I mean, it was really fun. It was super cool. It was also very uncomfortable for me personally. I just um I think being photographed and like being a center of attention is just a lot. And then seeing yourself on billboards is a lot. Um, But it was also really fun. Like it was cool. Like I'm so glad I had the opportunity. Um, The teams, both creative teams, I don't really know what you call them, but the teams that did the photo shoot and put everything together were amazing um, and like super cool people. So I feel like 
I feel blessed to just get to meet these folks and they like fly in from other places. And so it's just like building the connections further. I know Ian, you had a similar experience. I don't, can I talk about this when we did the documentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, with Brooks <clears throat> met like super cool people. Like we were on vacation out, um, West, where were we in Washington state and like they're in Seattle. So we like went to go have some coffee, like, you know what I mean? So like, I think that's, that was really cool. Just meeting more people. Um, and being able to like hit them up when you're in the area yeah, is fun. Um, I think experiencing the photo shoots with, um, other runners was really cool. Um, they both were very different. Um, so like the Nike shoot was like run community folk. And so that was fun. Um, there were, you know, there were some things that came up during it, um, to grapple with in terms of just like who gets chosen, who doesn't, how does this work? are we really doing like a well, a good job of showing representation? Um, So that felt hard, but like, I feel like we spoke up about it, which is like the point of our run communities to these larger organizations, which is cool. Yeah. And so, and then just like hanging with them in robes and like getting our makeup done was fun. Um, Yeah. So it was a really unique, cool experience. So I'm super happy I had it. And then for Garmin, you, they, it sounds, it felt like they like came to your house and like. They did. They came to both of my houses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. My parents thought it was really cool. So that was their house in the okay. film because I, I sold my house and had moved. I don't know yeah. if I'm allowed to, but um, so <laughs> had used my parents' house in the, in the morning, um, which they lived like three blocks from me before. Um yeah. And so they were like super excited to be like, oh, our house is in it. And like my mom sent it to like all her friends and like posted it everywhere. Um, yeah. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, they were in the house putting me on blast. They showed that my like list of things for the morning. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. They, uh, she has like a list on her wall of like how she starts her day and stuff like that. And they like did a hard zoom. <laughs> hard zoom. And like, it literally says like having tea with my ancestors, making the bed. Like what? Oh, <laughs> That's amazing. But it's pretty cool. Cause the pretty point of it was to, what was the name of the campaign again? It was, uh, the miles that make you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The miles that make you. And it was centered around your, your story. And, what has got what what was getting you to the start line for the Chicago Marathon? Um, how you've gotten involved with the community, which I think the the whole video, I think is like what, a minute and 30 seconds long? It's like pretty short. It's like real short, yeah. real short. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like they did a really good job at um giving an opportunity to tell your story in a full way without really cutting out a lot. How did you feel about it? Yeah, no, I think they did a good job. It was super collaborative. They were trying to go in one direction. And I was like, nah, that's not real mm-hmm. accurate. And they and they listened and we adjusted and they did. They really wanted it to be, they wanted it to be us. Um, and I think they turned out really good because of that. So, um, you know, they followed other people too. So like Aaron can't run his long run with us because he's working at night and people and Janessa has children. And so like, they did a really good job of capturing, like it is actually a lot of work just to run. Like there's a lot of other things that can get in the way and we make a lot of sacrifice. Um, 
to make it happen. And so, yeah, I think it was really cool that they did that and the way they framed it. Um, yeah. Amazing. Well, I mean, sounds like a great year. Sounds like a really great year of running. It was a great year of running. Yeah. yeah. This has been a really top one. So. And I, are you, I know you said you're training for the ultra next year, but are you doing any, like, are you doing the hot chocolate? Are you doing like anything in the winter, like in the next couple, are you doing the turkey trot? You guys doing a family turkey trot? I think I will. I haven't signed up yet. I'll probably go out to the burbs and do it. Um, so, you know, I can just sign up last minute, but, um, I am doing hot chocolate, but I'm doing it with a friend. Um, and so we're walk running it and we do it in honor of her brother that passed away. Well, my friend Mm. and brother and son, um, that passed away, um, Mm. who always wanted to do it and didn't get to, so not racing that one. I'll do shamrock in the spring. So I believe all the wind runners are, so we will start training for that very soon. Um, well, not very soon, but after the holidays, those are all the races I have like planned. Um, I definitely think I need to do more races though. I need to talk to Robin and see what else is there. Cause I think I need to get used to like race day that. It, yeah. Like the anxiety mm-hmm. and just managing that. So mm-hmm. maybe yeah. do some half marathons. Come to yeah. Yosemite. Do the Yosemite. Are you, go- are you going? Yeah. I signed up. Ooh, it's in March. When is it? March? March. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or May. No, May. It's in May. But you, okay. yeah, I'm just putting it out there. I think I'm like, also there's a half marathon at Zion national park. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to hit all the national parks now. Like shit, I'm trying to do all the things. Are you going to camp or stay in like a hotel instead? I don't. Well, that's what I I was saying this earlier that like when you sign up for Yosemite at the end, they give you an option. They're like the funnest part of coming out is, you know, uh, reserving a camp spot and pitching a tent or pulling your car in and sleeping in your car. And I was like, Oh, that might be fun. And I looked and all the spots were taken. So like, I'm open to it. I just seems like all the spots get taken. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. We should chat. Cause that sounds yeah. fun. And I need somewhere warm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't. Uh, cold Yosemite it. won't be that warm. I don't think. Be cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, we'll see. Yeah, warm, you something to sign up for the LA, uh, the LA full marathon in March do it together. Yeah. And it's in celebration of, uh, so they're doing a collaboration with Nipsey hustle and marathon, his marathon store. This for 2024. I don't know what the whole collaboration is going to be, but I guess he always wanted a collaboration with the LA marathon and now Mm -hmm. his brother's doing it. Um, so that's special. Yeah. Yeah. That's special. Um, yeah, I don't, not ready for a marathon. No, (laughs) No marathons for, for now. Okay. But an ultra. Yeah. An ultra on trail. Yes. Road. Um, I need need more time. Halves (laughs) are really where it's at until you're ready. I feel like at least that's how I'm feeling. I'm like, I'll do a half. I'll sign up for a half and not think twice about it. Cause I'll be like, eh. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. And I actually have some goals in the half. I really want to get under 130. So yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's chat. I'm going to see where that falls in terms of like the ultra and see if it's doable. That sounds like the move. That I'm sounds there. like the move. That's super awesome. Babe, thank you for popping on with us and just giving us an update on your journey to Chicago. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> and and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll have to we'll have to have you back on when, when you start inching closer to uh Boston. Gotta see how that oh, is. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fun. Amazing. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. What a Gretchen sandwich. Okay, that was great. I, I mean, mm-hmm. right as soon as we got off, I asked Karen, like, okay, so what are you going to do when you have all your beet juice and your legs not cramping, <laughs> you know? And she's like, maybe I'll run a, a 315. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, you will. Yeah. Fuck it's yeah, crazy. you will. It's crazy. You know what I mean? I wouldn't even be surprised at some point in her future she does a sub three. I wouldn't be surprised. At least one time. I don't think she has a desire to. But she could. the only thing that would stop her. Ah. Ah. Yep. There we go. Yeah. Well, shout out to my baby for popping on and giving us a little update, letting us know how Chicago went. Mm. Yeah, I love a good marathon story. That is not how I thought it was going to go. How are you going to How are you going to knock nine minutes off of your marathon and get cramped and lose your water bottles? Just have a shitty and have a race. have a shitty race, but yet you still are qualifying for Boston. That says a lot, you know. And 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 for anybody listening, like I just feel like. There's, there's, there's stuff that you can pull from it, no matter what your pace is. It's like, like, just don't give up. Like if you did 20 weeks of training, you pushed through and you got to the start line, everything in between that start and finish line uh-huh. is, is what you make it and keep fucking going. Like, just don't start don't and don't stop. Yeah, I well, and that's the thing is like that. There was an athlete I was watching for the Chicago Marathon who dropped out and for you know their own reasons and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm I am constantly asking myself the question of like, what makes someone actually stop? Like, because it yeah. it depends on the runner and yeah. their goal, yeah. and also like because some people don't want a a time that they don't like in their record. Yeah. So there's a, that where like people will just straight up walk off the course because they don't, they're like, ah, uh-uh, this isn't the perfect situation. But it's like, Karen just gave a- I mean, Molly exi- did that. Molly cycled. Who's that? Uh, She's like an elite runner. Like. <clears throat> Molly cycled. Oh, oh, I yeah. Yeah, I think we, we she should do yeah. that at Boston. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I, yeah. It's like, you just walk, you're just gonna, I don't know. I, I think there's something in me that like, because I know maybe it's because I know I'm not that fast. Is that like, at the end of the day, we're finishing, you know, if I, if I can't walk, obviously if there's something seriously wrong, I'm not going to do it. But then like, if I can still move these legs and these arms are swinging, <laughs> baby, exactly. we're getting to the finish line. You feel me? Like, you we're know? getting there. Like, what are we yeah. here for? Why am I here? Right. And it, and it just proves again, like, I think with Karen, it's like, she is running with a sub elite. She's training with a sub elite crew, which makes her in that same category. And she had a shitty race and she still fucking crushed it. So it really depends on you. And if, cause she could have easily said, I'm done. As soon as she got that yeah. first cramp, she said she never has felt cramps ever in her life. So that first cramp could have been her own. She could, we're done. Yeah been privileged that privilege was stripped away yeah so right so yeah i just that just i'm very curious about that so anyways i like us to do a little quick segment of our uh running news and i feel like i've been expanding it now to our like athletic news because some of these things i'm like is it sometimes i i, I can't scroll over black people being great <laughs> <laughs> so 
you know, to the mountaintops. You know what I'm saying? Literally, you know? let's like, let's start there. Okay. Levels, you feel speaking me? speaking of mountaintops, we have the first all black team of climbers to successfully reach the top of the mount of Mount Everest. Okay. Now, four of these guys got dread, got locks. Right? Um, four of yeah, them got locks. Four of them. Okay. Four of them. Right. Nah, one, two, I'm counting one, two, three, four, five. Five. Shit. So, and what's crazy about this story is I was just the other day looking at this like trip that you can go on where you can go to the base camp of Mount Everest. Cause I'm like, I don't need to go to the top. I, I could go to the base camp. <laughs> I'll be good. I'll be good. Just bring me to base camp. I just want to experience being on Mount Everest. But, and so what they did is they train, what they do is they go up, they went up to Mount Everest and then they, they're training at altitude to get to the top, which I, you know, I don't know the technicalities of all this, but I was watching, I was like looking through the post and that's what, that's what they did. They trained for two months at base camp in the cold shit at, at elevation and then they mounted and then they got to the top of Mount Everest. I'm just like, wow. Wow. That's wild. That is wild, yo. This yeah. is, and it says in the post that you sent me that the first black man to do it reached it in 2000, in 2003, and then the first black woman to do it reached it in 2006. Yeah. Uh, we are a whole, like a whole squad, a whole team. Yeah. And like the elevation is at 29,000 feet. And I, I'm just in, in base camp elevation is 17,000. So the amount of elevation you're going through just to go from base camp to the peak. That's crazy. Is pretty fucking wild. And then to train at 17,000, like, like that feet hot, like that. That's wild to me. And the and the 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 little trip that I was looking at was like, yeah, you're probably gonna get sick. <laughs> you should definitely yeah. have a guide, obviously. Yeah. And but like you're gonna get sick. The elevation will make you ill. And That's it's like crazy. So you're literally so for them to even get for I mean, you know, they probably train to get to the seventeen thousand feet high like base camp, but then you're at and then it's like, but you're gonna get sick, and then you're there for two fucking months to sit That's to make your body high. get used to this the whole situation. That's right. It says like I, I Google it, it says like over three hundred and thirty people have died trying oh. to climb this mountain. Oh, yeah. Like it you are literally even when you train for two months, you're still like you you ne- you never know. Oh, and then 2023 was the second deadliest climbing season. I heard about that for Mount Everest. Okay, so did you watch the show on? I don't know if it's on Netflix or Apple TV or fucking HBO. I get them all confused at this point. But there's a, a whole series about this guy who was summiting all of the highest peaks in the world. I think you told me about this. Oh, Max, yeah. Max, my little brother told me about this. Bruh. And so, and so, and he, I think that I'm pretty sure he did it during that year. And everyone was like, you're fucking crazy. And everyone was like at base camp, like we've tried going up and it gets too hard. We come back down. We try going up. And then he was like the one guy that was like, all right, guys, this isn't, he's like, he woke up one morning and was like, or he was like, tomorrow we're doing it. And so then everybody did it. And he like, he like led the way for a big group of people to actually get to the top that had been trying to get to the top for like days and weeks and did not. 
And like, you know, and then people are dying. And then the thing is they bring oxygen tanks, but then your oxygen tank can go out and then you're stuck and then you have no oxygen and you die. And then, and then sometimes people who see people who are struggling, who no longer have oxygen, you can like give them one of your oxygen tanks, but then you're out one, but you die. like you just have to be overprepared and expect the worst. And a group of black people did it. Was sitting down somewhere at the crib and said, "You know what? Talking about Pop, playing like spades, in the group. No. Somebody threw in the group <laughs> chat. Who want to go climb Mount Everest? <laughs> yeah, like that's wild. Yo, shouts out to all of them. Like that's crazy. Like I can't yeah. even believe that they did that. Uh huh. Also, um, we have. Uh, okay, I don't know what I want to do first. I'll do this one. So this running store allowed shoplifting as long as you could run out, uh, outrun the the security. But it's like a mm-hmm. thing. It was like an event. I realized because at first I was like, this headline is wild. Like, who is this at every running store, or is this just that a, was you know? Hilarious. Yeah. So, but so it's in Paris. It's called Distance Distance Paris. Held a special Robit to get it promotion on September thirteenth, allowing shoppers to take what they want. So long as they managed to outrun the boutique's exceptional security. Now, the security that they had hired for this event was, uh, 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 by, oh, I, he, I was waiting. Are you going to go for this name? You going to shoot your shot? Well, it's Francis fastest man. His name, uh, Eba Mikel Zizi, Zeze. You know, I'm try. I at least I tried, Ian. Why are you giving me that look? No, no, I'm not. I'm like, I'm like, uh, you know what? Accents on each me out. Maybe, maybe, Mabe. It's probably Mabe. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of a Spanish word with the accent. Mikael. I don't know. See, now that I don't know, it's supposed to be French, but it might not be French. He lives in French, France, but he's he don't look. I mean, he looked like I don't know. He could be some from somewhere else. <laughs> he looked like he has African ancestry. Okay, <laughs> like I don't know where we this gave name it is away. We gave it you away. Know what I mean? It's like it's giving his name could be a mixture of many different languages. So, um, ZZ they have is, to outrun Zay Zay. Zay Zay. Zay Zay yeah. one plan. <laughs> Zay Zay be fast. That's not like a nickname. Oh uh, yeah, just a typical uh, black yeah. nickname. He's a two-time Olympian and owns uh, impressive personal bests, which, I mean, they're talking about meters and shit, which I don't know. But either way, he's fast. He's very fast. Not the kilometers. I was like, please, can you please? And it's, this is runner's world. <laughs> right. which I Instagram translate. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you talking about? Um, it's, it, it says 9.99 on the 100, so I'm assuming that's a 9.99 kilometers is that seconds? Seconds. In yeah. Seconds. He's running 100 yeah. kilometers. Well, then why didn't they seconds. say that? I feel like they should, like, come on, runner's world. Not everybody's a runner. Like, I mean, I'm like, I'm, how are you not going to put seconds? They just put 9.99 on the 100, 19.97 at the 200. That's a out lot. Of 76 that people who tried seconds. to outrun him, only two people got away. Yeah. See? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he was they, probably tired was... at that point. Little stick and move, little yeah. stick and move. Yeah, and I wonder what they were I trying to take. Know. I know. I'm wondering, like, the oh trick is is take some stuff, but then hide some of the things that you're taking, and only give away the things that he sees when he catches you. <laughs> I just got an idea. I just got an idea for the podcast. I just got an idea. 
I, yeah. You know what I'm gonna start doing? I'm gonna start also like during this segment, like when it's like I want to see these people running right, and so like when we have video, I could just play it from my pocket. I could play it from my iPad. Yeah. Share the screen right here yes, on the can. joint. Yeah. And then boom, we need to practice that. We need to do like a a run through it. A little couple so trials. We can share the videos and be like, this is da 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 da, and then we can like do commentary on said videos and pictures. I'm here for this. I think okay. I'm a genius. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad that we, I'm glad I support it. And yeah, let's do it. All right. So my final piece of news today, I'm, I'm all for it, bro. I'm all for it. Look, tell me when and where, like we can, yeah. Uh, uh, Shikari Richardson, um, is going to have a track, uh, to have track field, uh, renamed after her by, uh, Dallas school district. So that's major. Okay. Just after Shikari getting her flowers, they was trying. They were trying to throw out for a flower, but now they're giving her, her flowers. It was a unanimous decision, okay. And it just makes it makes sense. It's like, yes, give her her flowers and give her a uh, track named after her because yes. what else? I enjoy what else can we do? I enjoy listening to Shikari talk. Yeah. You ever heard her voice? You ever heard her talk? Like she sounds like she can cuss me out at any moment, which is the kind of toxicity <laughs> that I enjoy in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but she'll do it in a way where you're like, you're you're you just talk very cool. I like it. I like it coming out of your mouth. But also I'm mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. She she'll and keep she it real eating. with you no matter what. What? She has been eating. Like she has been winning yeah. races left and right. They thought they was gonna take her out. They did um, over the smoking the situation, yeah, no. the marijuana situation, yeah. and then when she came back, you know, because you know, it, I think part of her suspension was she wasn't even allowed to practice or something like that. No, they really tried to back. say no. Yeah, yeah, they, she came back and they, she was like a little rusty. I think lost a couple races. And then the the young lady from Jamaica was pulling up and popping. They was trying to like pit them against each other in the news outlets like oh shikari's reign is over the little jamaican shorty which i don't remember her name so i'm sorry but you know she 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 the one who really out here doing it and shikari was like uh-huh uh-huh okay yeah and then once they got on the track together uh yep they was all love it was all love you feel me you know, it was red, right all, and blue, baby. all love but no um, they cool they friends but she was repping for for a gang, she was repping for America, and she blew the little Jamaicans out of the water. So yeah, but then they're like, they're like, we haven't won, and she's like, because of you, like all of you guys, <laughs> like y'all motherfuckers are the ones who win every year. Like it's been forever, but yeah, now I'm here. <laughs> um, also, I just want to shout out. Uh, <laughs> I'm being really petty right now, but this is unnecessary. I'm gonna say it anyway. Ted uh, Metellus. The race director of the the New York City Marathon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he, they have him with his speech up on the Runners World magazine, and he's wearing a hat that, like, it just first of all reminds me of my dad. <laughs> Second of all, I'm like, bro, this hat though. Like, I'm just like, I okay, okay. I, immediately, I looked at the thing. I said, not the hat though. Not him wearing not this hat. hat. Ted, not this hat. Doing, Who dressed you, Ted? Uh, Ted, what is this hat Who though? But you know, Ted, I love the work that you're doing. The podcast, bruh. Yeah, I mean that's why Hold I feel up. like I can give him some shit because I'm like, where are you at? Where are you at? Your people, <laughs> your people's, yeah, okay. But yeah, um, 
you know, New York Marathon, by the time this comes out, the New York Marathon would have passed. And I'm, I hope the best for everybody. It seems like it's going to be a good ass time. It's going to be a great time. And yeah. And then it'll be Let's the go. end of the freaking year. And then we're just going to do it all over again. Yep. Run it back, run it back, run it back. And since since I'm not running Philly, um, I still need to run. I've done all of this training. I'm it's not it, it's not going to fucking race. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. We're gonna find a race to race. And what I think I'm gonna do is this is gonna be my one and only <laughs> time that I run F three. Oh shit. I was just talking about F3 the other day. For those who don't know, F3 is in the dead of winter in Chicago along the lakefront. They meant to do that shit on purpose. And I'm pretty sure it was founded by women. And they're just like, you know what? This is what we're doing. The dead of winter. Dead, like the bone ass crack of it. Like it's just doesn't, it's just (laughs) the crustiness of the of winter. It's the it's that dry skin, that flake. That's that's where that shit is. It's in the crux of it. So yeah, that's that might happen. Okay. okay. I'll keep you guys posted on that. I support you. This marathon training into a half marathon. What does F3 stand for though? But 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 <laughs> no, it literally is some <laughs> shit like that. It's literally like frozen, freezing, frosted, some shit. <laughs> is it a oh marathon? My God. It's a half marathon. You just on the lakefront. You run out and back from I think Soldier's Field. Ah, wild, yeah. wild. Just on Chicago's lakefront, like why? Not a like building the, in sight. They to said you right, on the just wind. straight up win. Like you can't even. And the thing is, is as soon as you go to the website, it's people bundled up running this running this race. Damn it. I wish I could figure out what it stands for. We should just have the organizers come on the podcast and tell us. That's what we should do. We should have them come on and just, I want to see the masochist that has devised this evil race. Uh, um, yeah, I, I'm going to see if I can. Yeah. Like why? Why? Yes. Let's get them on. Let's have a conversation. Let's let's um see what the what the situation is because I I don't understand. Yeah, it, I mean it, it is like it's just a natural thing for the Midwest people to do. I think that's what we do. We celebrate the fact that we we are able to survive through such harsh conditions. It makes us hellish. united and strong. Did you say hellish? Hellish. Yeah, united and strong. That's what it is. Yeah. That's 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 the future for me. <laughs> okay, so um, okay, so I got a response from Picasso because I just texted him because he's the one that told me. He said it, it stands for fucking freezing frozen lake half marathon. <laughs> he said, wait, let me reread that. He's <laughs> fucking freezing frozen lake half marathon. <laughs> That is hilarious. Why say freezing and frozen after that? Fucking freezing frozen. Because it's cold as hell. Like. Because <laughs> that's how cold it is. Those are two separate adjectives. They happen at the same time. Yeah. So have fun. Isn't it, is it in February too or January? 
I don't know. I always think it's in February. Like top of February. For some reason, I always think it's in December and it's not. Oh, because December is still fall. Don't get it twisted. It's not it's not truly winter until the end of January and yeah. basically January. And Mar- March yeah, is also winter. still winter. And people try to act like it's not like y'all. Winter starts after Jan- December 14th. And I know this because my birthday is December 14th. And <laughs> technically, I'm a fall baby. OK. And I just want to let you because I look this up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's about right. And I just, I, and I, again, I'm trying to set the record straight because all of my Midwest folks who don't understand why it's still cold in March, I'm like, because it is actually winter. Like it is the proper winter month. The March is spring. This Mar- that, is see, and that's the part, that's the part where y'all don't understand because it's, it might be spring over here in LA. <laughs> but like the calendar don't say spring until like the end of March, you know? Like it's proper is is winter, and right now it's technically fall. Okay. Enjoy. Thank you for setting that straight for us. We really appreciate that. We're sorry for misunder uh, our misunderstanding of the seasons. You, I think it's marketing. (laughs) I think it's marketing. It's marketing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Santa, Mr. Frost. Y'all still in the dead of winter, and it's March first. Yes. (laughs) I love it. Oh, there's an AK Trail series out here February 15th. Oh, there's a couple of races coming up. Let's see. Either way, thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. Follow, like, subscribe, listen, share. We love it when you take us on Instagram. It's Runner's Club Podcast. Ian is a cool thought. I am. about changing it? I know. You've been talking about that. I I mean, or you could keep it. Should I? Like, I feel like maybe it's something different. I don't know. Well, I'm Courtney N. Phillips. This is my name. I've changed mine a few times, but you wouldn't know that because you didn't know me then. <laughs> I've had the same. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, please, please, please share and like. We love y'all.